the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Happy Sunday, family. This is Minister Dion. My mother couldn't be in today, but as always, she loves you all. She's praying for you all, and we are hoping that you're praying for our family, too. I want to extend gratitude to you all for listening uh, on a on a often basis and on a weekly basis and just encouraging us to keep going as we are encouraged by your faith to want to continue with us in the things of God. I just want to take a second to unction each and every one of us to to pray for this nation and the and the things that are going around and going about in this nation. Uh, I seen a staggering statistic uh this past this well this past past memorial day weekend there was some dozen mass shootings across the nation that's that's crazy that's crazy if you what is going on only one 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 look around, one looks around and it's it's almost seem as if this thing is becoming what what the military will call casualties because it's becoming so casual amongst us but i want to encourage you all with the reading of matthews 24 verses 3 through 14 the disciples came to jesus privately saying tell us when these things will be that we will be that it will be a sign of your coming in the end of the age and jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying i am the christ and and will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all things must come to pass. But the end is not yet, for the nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of sorrow. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake, and then many will be offended, will be betray one another and will hate one another then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many and because lawlessness will abound the love of many will grow cold but he who endures to the end shall be saved and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations and then the end will come and so the bible tells us to rejoice 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 when we fall into these various trials and tribulations. Rejoice knowing that he is going to return, that the end is not the end. It's only the beginning of him. Let us pray, family. Thank you, Father God, for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this hour. Thank you for giving us strength. Thank you for waking us up with a sound mind. Thank you for articulating our tongues. Thank you for 
clothing us in your righteousness. Thank you for the blood that has been shed for us, for the washing and for the forgiveness of our sins, that we may not be burdened, but be free in the grace that you provided. Father God, I lift up the family. I lift up the nation. I lift up every nation across the world where your seed, your salt, and your light is scattered about, that we all continue to move as one, each one, to teach one, to reach one, that we all become one. Father, as we come before your word this day, seeking to grow, we ask that you would water our hearts, so the seed in our heart that you alone will give the increase of our hearts. Father, we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So, family, I want to continue. This is the part three of faith, the currency of heaven. Faith, the currency of heaven. It is indeed the currency of heaven. I charge you all to go back to the first two messages and let this thing really get in, really get into you as God has drove it down into my heart. And so in review of the last message, we talked about the, the, the principle of the Bible verse coming from uh, Romans 12, verses 3, where it was accounted or credited to Abraham as righteousness before God, Abraham's belief. And we compared Abram and, and, and the account that was given to him in Genesis and the reiteration of Abraham now being that, that of promise in the account that was credited to him. And we see that God's faithfulness extends to who you were and where you were being Abram to the promise of who you will become and where you are going being Abraham. So as we consider to analyze and see that faith is the currency of heaven, we have to consider we have to uh, begin considering banking in the world of finance. You know, when it comes to the world of finances, we, we hear some things like establishing uh, a credit and having lines of credit. We hear things such as uh, equity and things of this nature. Again, all these things, all these concepts, all these concepts came from heaven. All right? We said last message, the object of money came from man, but the concept of money came from heaven. And so when we're talking about establishing uh, uh, credits and lines of credits and revolving credit again, it was credited unto Abraham as righteousness. When we're talking about equity, which, which means recognizing that we do not all start from the same place and acknowledge and make adjustments to the imbalances, pretty much having fairness and justice to all to come up financially. So we're not talking, and remember what we just said here, the, the credit was righteousness or justice or fairness, as equity stated. Proverbs opens, the, uh, Proverbs opens and, and renders to us to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. So God cares about the system in the flow of currency. Proverbs is racked filled with God's take on scales, how he hates dishonest scales. His very, his very name is Jehovah Siskinu, which means God is our righteousness or the righteousness of God. God is righteous. 
Hence why faith is a measure unto us. He, he gives faith as a measure unto us. So I dare to say the statement that faith is alone. Faith is alone. Write this down, family. This is, this is very powerful. Write it down on, in the tablet of your hand or on the tablet of your heart or both. We must know that whatever God gives, he expects an extension of it and a return of it. One more time. We must know that whatever God gives, he expects an extension of it and return of it. This is a principle. King, this is the principle to the kingdom. This is a kingdom principle. How does this work? How, how have we seen these things as according to his word? I have mercy. I give you mercy. Show mercy. And my mercy will endure to you. I have forgiveness. You are forgiven. Forgive others. And you will receive forgiveness before me. I am love. I first love you. You are in debt to love one another. My command is that you love, abide in my love, and by this you will have eternal life with me so that my love may return to me. Again, we must know that whatever God gives, he expects an extension of it and a return on it. Because he's faithfully said that my word shall not return to me void. It shall prosper in that which I sent it. I remind you of Matthew 25, where Jesus said the kingdom is like the parable of the talents. I gave to one five. I gave to the other two. I gave to uh, uh, the other one. And when the master came back, the five and the two had favor with him as they multiplied and extended what the master had given to him. And then when the master wanted to a return on what was given to him they were able to return an extension of what was given unto them but the one went and buried it because he received it but he didn't extend it so god had no return on, on it because when a kingdom comes a kingdom comes to extend itself I brought this example up in earlier messages. There's a reason why we all speak in an English tongue. One of the first things a kingdom does when it comes to take over a territory, it changes its language. Somewhere throughout the course of history, the king of England reigned throughout all the earth. That's why we all speak English, even though we are not from the UK or from England. Because... When England came into a territory, it extended its reign. So now that the kingdom of God is at hand and we have received the kingdom, we must extend it so that upon the return of the king, he may have an extension of what he placed it. Get this family. We have to make a quick distinguishment here. It said that Abraham believed. Abraham believed. Abraham believed. The same word that's used for faith in the Greek, pistis, is used for belief or believing, pistuo. So, faith is the noun. Believe 
is the verb. Believe is faith in action. Belief is faith in rotation. Faith in revolution brings God's revelation. Faith in revolution brings God's revelation. It didn't say that Abraham had faith and it was accounted unto him. It said Abraham believed. That means his faith was in action. His faith was in revolution or revolving or trying to make a return back to God. God, you gave it to me. Here I am. Extend it and I'll give it back to you. This this principle is the same principle with money. And the principles of investment. I'm going to invest this dollar into this business. And I would hope that this business extends this dollar to $10, maybe $100, a thousand. If it's a good investment. And then make its return onto me. The, the, the principle of ROI, return on investment. So there was a return. There was a return unto God by Abraham's belief. The same thing was said to, unto those who was brought up by the author of Hebrews in chapter 11. The Gideons and the Baraks and the Samsons and the Davids and those who subdued kingdoms and, and, and turned to flight the aliens and armies of other of other nations and things like that. It said through their faith, not just because of their faith, but through their faith, their faith in rotation, through their, the belief that they had, believing. If you looked up, if you look up belief in our dictionary, it's not gonna read. And it's not going to define it to you as a noun. It's going to define it to you as a verb. Because belief is faith and rotation. With the mouth one confesses and with the heart believes. The reason the heart needs to believe is because the heart needs to continue to beat. Because if the heart ceases to beat and move and move in action, then we perish. A notable mention here is where James says faith without works is dead. And I'll submit to you that work without faith is dead. Because now we're operating under the curse. The curse that was given unto Adam said of by God. That by this field, by, by the sweat of your brow, you should have to till this field. So now you got to hustle. Now you got to grind. Now you got to now you got to overwork just to get an increase the very the thing that I just told you to believe and speak to. You got to work. And then it works you out. Exhausts you. The Bible said believe only. Believe only. This is all I need from you. Just give me back what I gave you. Because anything that you have to give, I can't accept. Because your righteousness is as filthy rags before me. Your account of righteousness. Believe only. And so now we have to understand where this faith and belief come from. I submit to you that it comes from the bank of grace. The bank of grace. And let me talk to you right quick about Grace Bank International. 
the bank is the bank of grace is where God measures us to our faith. No matter where you are, you can only spend what's according to your account. No matter if I go to the shoe store, it don't matter if I go to the to the car dealership, it don't matter if I go to the grocery store. Before I walk in this store, let me um let me uh hit this little Bank of America app, this uh credit union app, and see what's in there. Cause based off of what's in there, that's going to tell me what I'm able to receive from the place that I'm going. A lot of us are standing in places. <laughs> Hold on, help me, Holy Spirit. A lot of us is standing in places that we can't afford. And or we can afford it, but have not went into our grace bank account to know what we have. The Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Not because of sin, not because of wrongdoing, not because of the woes of their yesterday and the unsureties of their tomorrow. Not the, not the mistakes of their today, but for lack of knowledge, you need to know what's in your account. And after you know what's in your account, faith, you need to be willing to spend what's in your account, belief, in the places where God has placed you. I can only know what I can. I can only receive what is in my account. So I have to check in with Bank of America. I have to check in with the credit. I have to check in with Grace Bay or Wells Fargo, wherever, wherever you bank. Wherever your account is set, if you got your money hiding the mattress, you got to check in with your mattress. I don't know why you would do that, but you have to check in with these with with these entities. You have to check in with the entity of grace that God has provided, so that you may draw withdraw from it in order to possess that which is God God has given you to possess. Again, through faith, they subdued kingdoms. Through faith, they turned to flight the armies. Through faith, women received their dead raised back to life. They were able to make the purchase because they knew what was in the account. And they spent by believing. Get this, family. Get this. I have to tarry with this thing. I have to press down and press in with this thing. Because this is the only thing the Bible says that pleases him. It's time out for what I think I can do. What I think I might do. What I think I should do. What I done done. The only thing that pleases him is faith. That's the only currency that God will accept. Not the dollar bill. Not the peso. Not crypto. Faith, family. Faith. If you're going to do business with God, if you're going to be about the kingdom's business, we have to be knowledgeable about the kingdom's currency. It's called currency because this is what's currently happening in the business. Heaven never sleeps. So after we go to the, after we experience this Grace Bank and note this family that Grace Bank, and you cannot 
serve both God and mammon. Correct. And we will extend into this in the later message. We cannot serve both God and mammon. The worldly way and the godly way are going to contradict each other. Because when I'm dealing with money and I'm governed by money, money's going to say that, okay, you have a limit. You have a debt. You have to withdraw. You have to deposit. You are going, you are going to be governed by the systematic way. A system, a system that is made to get you in debt. You're going to be governed by that. On the contrary end, on the other end of God's freedom. Because grace, that's all grace is defined as freedom. The only loan that grace gives out, again, is faith. And the only the only thing that grace brings tell you is the only debt that you have is to love others. That's the only debt that you can fulfill. Because grace bank is filled with grants. If you're being honest, we've all had to have a grant from grace bank. The grant of favor. When I needed a door or opportunity to be made open unto me and I couldn't open it myself. The, the grant of mercy. When I when I didn't know when I didn't know where I was gonna go and I was losing my mind, the grant of forgiveness. When I was ugly, obscene, and doing all matters of vice and sin, the grant of love when I couldn't even love myself. We've all had to live off of grace's grant, and a grant does not have to be repaid, cause. A grant gives knowing that you can't pay me back or pay me off. But I'm going to give it to you anyhow. Because that's the extension of God's love. However, we have an enemy out there who does not want you to bank with them. Grace Bank. He wants you to come bank with me. I give you all the kingdoms if you just bow down to me. The angels are going to bear you up from this high place. Take this bread and fill yourself. He doesn't want you to bank with, at Grace Bank. But he still can provide. The enemy can still provide and seduce you at a high place. This is why it reads, For I say through the grace given to me to, not, to everyone who is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But think soberly, as God has dealt with each one of us, dealt to each one of us a measure of faith. Think soberly. Don't think highly. There's a reason why the enemy took Jesus into these high places to promote high thinking. Because high thinking takes us away from the grace bank of God. And it puts us in the way of the world. Struggling about and tearing about. This is a device and a use of the evil one. You, you shall not surely die. God just don't want you to know what he know. High thinking. God just don't want you to think like him. High thinking. And family, as we extend into our part four of this, we are going to highlight what the enemy is doing here and distracting us with the spirit of mammon. But until then, family, I don't ever want to close the program without... Extending an invitation unto salvation. If you have not 
or if you think you have a have not repeat this prayer after me that Jesus Christ may come into you as your Lord and Savior and that you may have the surety of eternity with him and the Father. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcomed in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Family, we love you. And until next time, one voice I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.